Episode 90 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Berkichi.ca. Click on the link you see at the bottom of this podcast page. You'll see it underlined, Berkichi.ca, and order the finest in Italian products delivered anywhere, coast-to-coast in Canada, straight to your doorstep. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Hey, what's happening? It's episode 90, second episode of the week here on Thursday. Freeway Frank, hope you're doing all right. Quite a bit of things I wanted to discuss on this podcast, including something that I was following years ago, and a lot of people were following the disappearance of Madeline McCann. She was the young little girl that was abducted at a Portuguese resort so many years back. And now there's this woman, Polish woman, and she's two years older than what Madeline McCann would be today, but it's possible that she was being lied to and she's actually 19 years old. She looks eerily very similar, has a similar birthmark, has a similar spot on her eye that is in the exact same place. So she shares the proof on her social media page on Instagram which she has uh, basically labeled I am Madeline McCann on her Instagram page. So she proclaims to be her. And now the parents of Madeline McCann, whether it's her or not, have agreed to do the DNA test, which would be great because this story has, has gone on for so many years and it's been really sad to see. I've watched, you know, different documentaries about it. I'm sure you have too. And how she disappeared that night, I guess the, her parents had left her in the room while they went and have dinner at the resort. Basically, they went back. She wasn't there. Now, crazy to think she was left by herself. I think, in retrospect, probably would never have done that again. Of course, it's a dangerous thing to do in today's world. But she ended up disappearing. They did a crazy search for her over the years. Many times, several people had thought they spotted her and never happened, and they just assumed that she had um, been abducted and probably killed and never found. So the parents went on, but now this woman claims she is the real deal. She is Madeline McCann. That would be, I think, heartbreaking and at the same time, incredibly amazing for her parents to have that closure and know that their daughter was safe all these years, still alive, and they would be able to continue uh, life together. I'm not quite sure because I've been comparing the pictures myself on Instagram, and and I see the comparisons she's drawing, but at the same time, I'm skeptical about it because I look at the pictures of when she was much younger. That's another reason why she suspects it. She never got a clear story from her parents as to why there was no evidence of her as a, as a child. And he, they kind of always brushed it off. So that's another reason why she suspects she's the real Madeline McCann. So we'll see in the next little while. My prediction, I'm going to make a, a bold prediction here that it's not her. But at the same time, I'm hoping it is her. What an incredible story that would be. What do you think? You think it's going to be her? Today, I'm not quite convinced. My eye is not picking it up, but 
it is picking up the birthmark spot on her eye that she has. So we'll see. You hear of these cases all the time where the abductor brings the child back somewhere and then locks them up for decades until until the person escapes. And it's just unbelievable that people would do that kind of thing. But these people do exist. Today is uh, Pink Shirt Day, which is an anti-bullying day, mostly for school children. But to me, Pink Shirt Day is another one of those days I talk about where people, you know, everybody posts. It's safe to post. It's mainstream, so people do it. But it bothers me, and here's why. Because a lot of these people I'm seeing on Instagram posting about Pink Shirt Day, right? Don't bully, be kind. That's that's the two-word catchphrase, be kind. These are the same people that I saw on Instagram. Not all of them, but some of them. Mocking other people for not seeing things the way they did the last three years. You know, that kind of stuff. Mocking people for not participating. Mocking and bullying people and telling them off and yelling at them in public whenever they saw them not complying. And then they're the first ones to post the pink shirt day anti-bullying and be kind, which, you know, gets me kind of like eh, angry <laughs> besides that. And uh, very put off gets me like, you know, leaning back in my seat and kind of going, looking up and going, what are these people for real? I mean, do these people have no consistency? Do these people, if these people could see a history and Hey, we all make mistakes and we all come back from our mistakes. And some of us may apologize some of us may say, hey, I saw it this way, but then I saw it this way. But then there's people that make absolutely no sense. When you look at their the timeline, basically, right? And you're seeing what they said over the course of a year, even six months. But then bring it to two, three, four, five years. It makes absolutely no sense. You, you, you almost want to see them, shake them, and say, what are you posting here? Do you not realize what you're promoting today? is the exact opposite of what you were promoting. It's 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 hypocrisy at its finest. A year ago, you were trashing your neighbors for not seeing eye to eye with you and yelling at them and screaming and ending relationships. And now you're telling your kids to be kind and not to bully people. But remember, it's, it's okay to bully people and not be kind if the masses say it's okay to bully people and not be kind, which the masses did do. For quite a bit of time. That's why to me it's aggravating to see these. So I had to post something. Here's what I po- I mean, Of course, here's what I posted. And then I got a lot of messages from, from different people saying, <laughs> saying, you took it right out of my mouth. The same media and people telling you to be kind today, this is what I posted, were some of the biggest bullies of the last three years. Shaming, vilifying, and name-calling their neighbors And for what? The thing that makes me laugh the most are the radio stations I can't listen to anymore. It's so sad that I worked in the radio business for so long. I love radio, but I I can't stand what a lot of these people, they probably can't stand me. I know that for a fact because so many unfollowed me, but it's, I can't stand them. It's, it's, they go on and preach like they're these perfect parents, these, these perfect people, right? Their audience is beneath them. They belittle their audience. And then they talk about being kind, and you you hear these segments. I can't even listen to them. It's like, be kind. You were trashing people a year ago, year and a half ago, saying, "How are we gonna? What are we gonna do about this? What? Are, how are we gonna deal with these people?" 
right? A lot of them were, were ready to, if they could, throw stones at these people, put them in a, in a lineup, and have the firing squad take care of them. That's how bad it was. And a lot of these people were just nasty. And now they're the first people saying, but be kind. Yeah, because we have to be kind today. But don't forget to put up the pink square. Be kind. Oh, I can't take it, man. I can't take these people anymore. Oh, the climate crisis, by the way, is coming for your margarita and your tequila. That's right. <laughs> Are you a fan? I'm just getting into tequila. My wife likes tequila. A lot of my friends like tequila. I'm just getting into it. It's it's a shame that the, the, the climate change will now be uh, affecting the agave plant. That's right. Because the agave plant, which, oh, you know, the real agave plant comes from Mexico. Hence, tequila, of course. And with climate change, basically it's too fragile to endure the, the weather changes and the climate crisis that's coming, right? The extreme drought to the deadly storms that we're getting. And it's it's not able basically to, to handle that anymore. So aside from the agave plants being sensitive to the weather, there's, there's a threat for its pollinators because the, the thing that pollinates the agave plant more than anything else are bats. They're considered to be the major pollinator of the agave plant. That's right. The bat, your bat shit crazy. No kidding. Tequila makes your bat shit crazy. As temperatures warm and the weather gets more extreme, the bats are more in jeopardy. Their numbers go down. And uh, basically, you wouldn't have tequila if you didn't have bats. So that's the only thing that's pretty much pollinating the agave plant that makes tequila. Hundreds of species of agave, but only one that makes the tequila. There's only one that's the authentic tequila. Hence why when you buy tequila from every, everywhere else, okay, so let's say California sells tequila, they label it as agave spirit tequila, right? You see some of those even here in Canada where you're buying your, your tequila. But then when it's authentic tequila, then it comes from the tequila region of Mexico, and it's from the, the real, the one and only, the authentic agave plant. So that's in jeopardy, basically. What I'm, what I'm getting at is climate change, taking away your tequila, even that. This news couldn't get any worse day by day. There's always something else. But then when you tell people we might be taking away your alcohol, then uh, then the, the things start getting serious. Can you imagine you would have gone through the last three years without alcohol? I know it was bad for some people. Some Some people took them over the edge and they're no longer with us. That's what addiction is about. But for people who have it in moderation and in check, where would you be today without wine during the last couple of years? Where would you be with a couple, without a couple of drinks, without uh, it, maybe pot was helping you out, whatever the case is? Where would you be? Where would you be? I'm just saying. In a better place? <laughs> maybe. But now they're coming for you. They're coming for your... Remember, they're coming for your kids. Never mind. They're coming for your tequila. <laughs> This episode of the Drive-By Podcast, number 90, is brought to you by my friends at Berkichi.ca. P-E-R-C-H-I-C-C-I.ca. It's the best of Italy. The Italian products you're longing for. Not the, the ones the pretend Italian products. I call those the pretend where they just slap an Italian name with a vowel at the end. 
you know, it's very Americanized, Canadianized, but it's not quite Italian. I'm talking about the products that come direct from Italy. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of great products that are made in Canada that are authentic Italian but made in Canada. Those are good too, and Perchici has those as well, from amazing olive oils to beautiful pastas, the Sarmazzano tomatoes, coffees direct from Italy, cookies, all the cookies that you watch on the Italian shows, all those advertisements, they've got them at Berkici. They have it all. Olives, cheeses, great deli section. Go check them out online. You don't even have to go to the store. Do it now. You'll see the link below. It's underlined, berkici.ca, wherever you get this podcast, Spotify, Apple, it's there. Click on it and order. Go through the aisles online of their store, all divided by section. At berkichi.ca, order anywhere in Canada and get it delivered straight to your door. And I'm back. I didn't really go anywhere with episode 90 of the Drive-By Podcast. So we found out moments ago that uh, tequila is uh, in jeopardy. That, that's not a good thing. And you know, then the next thing it'll be, <laughs> you know, it's coming. Wine, then it's scotch. It's all the good things. All the good things. They're going to take away from us eventually. Have you guys seen these ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous? I had to do some research about these boots. The, the cartoonish red boots, like they look like clown shoes or boots or whatever. They're massive, but people wear them seriously. I haven't seen anyone wearing them here in Montreal yet. I'm probably, but then again, it's not like I'm out every day. So if you're out, and spending a lot of time in trendy areas in your city, wherever you're listening to this, you've probably seen them before. I've seen them everywhere online by mostly influencers. The cartoonish red boots, another sign the end is near. I even saw a wrestler wearing them the other day. But I have to sit back and think to myself, what the hell is the appeal of these boots? They look like Ronald McDonald boots. That's what they look like, honestly. Apparently, though, they're very comfortable. For people who have purchased them at the tune of $350, by the way. So before I I thought, before I criticized these boots, because that's what we do, right? Generation to generation. We look at the current generation and we go, hmm. My dad always used to say that, what a che generazione bruciata, which means what a, what a burnt generation, right? But it's true. Every generation blames the one before, like in the song. It's true. So I look back and I go, oh, well, wait a minute. We never had fashion faux pas we never had ridiculous things that came out over the years that i wore i remember then i I thought to myself wait a minute i'm guilty here i uh i would never wear these stupid red boots but then again i'm not 20 years old somebody who's listening now is 20 24 25 it makes sense well it doesn't make sense because i think they're fugly and uh, you look like a clown but it makes sense to you because it's a fashion statement Now, I don't know if the $350 price tag makes any sense at all, but whatever floats your boat. But I wore the, remember back in the, was it the early 90s, they had the Zuba pants, those ridiculous, wide, colorful, like they were every color of the rainbow Zuba pants, your favorite NFL team, so your favorite football team, and and mine at the time, I think I had the Miami Dolphins Zuba pants. And you literally looked like a space cadet, honestly. You literally looked like you had nothing else in your closet that day, and you put this thing on, 
and but they were jogging pants. They were wide, they were big, but but the whole you know beginning of the 1990s was wide pants, if you remember, from about what was it, 1990 to about 96, 97. It was it was a very wide time. Remember when the MC Hammer pants came out? Too? I had those too. I saw a picture of me recently at a wedding back in the early 90s or end, I don't know what it was, 89, 90. And I was wearing the MC Hammer, like almost those silk velvet, what were they, like those velvet wide pants? Remember that he had and can't touch this and you got to pray just to make it today? I look back and I say, wow, I wore those ugly things. Yeah, I did. So today, seeing somebody else wear those boots, I'm sure they would look back and say, but you wore this crap. This was ridiculous. And I'm sure there were other fashion statements <laughs> that I don't remember now off the top of my head that people wore that just looking back just really looked ridiculous. But we did because it was the cool thing to do at the time. So I guess before I criticize those ugly red cartoonish red boots, I was guilty of the Zuba pants and the MC Hammer pants. Just saying. But it's another sign to me, honestly, that the end is near. It really is. Because it just seems that they get things. Get, I mean, look at what Sam Smith was wearing a couple of weeks back at the Grammys. That black, I don't know what it was, balloon going in every direction. Bizarre vinyl black packaging. <laughs> it's, it's excessive. Now it's the statement is always above and beyond. It's overboard, right? Whatever the fashion statement is. is. But then again, runway models always in the past, you know, when you saw runway models, you saw them wearing the most ridiculous things over the years. And you're like, oh my God, that's never going to make it to the shelf. And usually it never did. Nowadays, that's the difference now. And now is the most ridiculous things out there that you see on fashion runways now are making it like these red boots. They're making it to the shelves and consumers are purchasing these products. So you, you got to wonder for a second, well, what's going on and what would motivate anybody to wear and look stupid? You know, wear something like that because it is pretty ridiculous. But again, if many people start wearing those things, is it ridiculous when everyone's wearing them and you're not, then you're the odd man out, which I'm fine by for, for this fashion statement. Couldn't care less about these big red boots. Hideous. You know which ones I'm talking about, right? Or do I have to put a picture up on my Instagram when I'm promoting this podcast? Absolutely ridiculous. Hey, episode 90 is coming, God. Thank you so much for listening to both episodes this week or for catching up. Okay, I wanted to mention something really quick before going because I briefly mentioned it, I think, on the last podcast. But I think a lot of people don't understand this because it's a podcasting thing. But I'll explain it really quick and I'll tell you why it helps me. So if, you, if you've been listening to this podcast and all you did was press play, that means you're streaming it. You could check on Spotify or Apple to see whether you just played it straight from the actual app, the source. Or if you click that arrow that goes down and it's a circle and it actually downloads... That's better for podcasters. That's better. Not going to lie. That's way better. I, we see the streams, okay? I see the streams. We see the streams, the stats, but the downloads is what counts for charting. 
So when my podcast hits uh, like it did last week, it was number like, 78 in Canada. When that happens, that's from downloads. They don't consider streaming part of that, I guess, measurement, right? So when you hit download, and it's so funny because somebody says to me, I hit download, but I never listened to it. And I thought, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You're downloading it, right? Okay, that's good. Well, obviously, I want you to listen. But if you download and forget about it, I still get credit for the download is what I'm getting at. But if you forget about it and never press play, I get zero. Get what I'm saying? All right, we're on the same page now. Download the podcast. Does me a favor. And I don't, do I ask for too many favors? My favors are always the same. It's always support the sponsors in this case go out with the uh, post roll sponsorship here in just a second and uh, download when you can to help the podcast and to help the numbers tell your friends tag at real drive by podcast when you're listening to it wherever whenever you have it on tagging that I'll retag it or repost it. That helps me out. Please review as well. Give it five stars on Spotify, on Apple Review, and comment if you can. All that helps as well. Going to be back for two more episodes next week. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank.